0: What is up everyone, my name is Adnan Shafi and I'm going to be your host today for the African, uh, sorry, Afro-Caribbean Society podcast and today I'm hosting a podcast with Laura and Amog and we're going to be talking about the elections. So obviously Amog is going to be running for position in post-grad but before we get into it I just want Laura to introduce herself and tell us a bit about herself, it's been a while. I <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> been a while, yeah. Laura, go ahead.
1: (laughs) So, hi everybody. I am the president of the African and Caribbean Society here at Cardiff. Um, I think we're really excited about these elections. Um, We were really anticipating all the candidates being on our podcast today. Um, I think it's just because to get some clarity about you know why people are running, um, you know their true agendas. I think every year we tend to get you know the um, potential candidates start following us on Instagram we get an influx of followers and influx of messages on Facebook and I just think it kind of just feels often that they don't really care about black issues but they want to run and they want us to support them and give them the votes from our members and I think as a president of a majority black Um, Society, You know, I do feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that my members are voting, understanding, you know, who these people really are, what their agendas are, what their hidden agendas are, and making sure they're just the best candidate for, you know, what we need. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited to have you on today. Thank you for being here. And yeah, let's just get into it.
0: Thank you, Laura. Um, Yeah, so Amogh, please introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself. And also just give us a bit of a hint as to why you're running for your position and what position you're also running for. Right.
2: Uh, Hi, everyone from the Africa Caribbean Society. Uh, I'm Amok George. I'm a postgrad student who is currently studying masters in international journalism, and uh, I am running for... The sabbatical officer position of vice president of postgraduate students now the reason why I specifically chose to run for postgraduate students is because number one postgrads they get very less time at the university. postgrad students or postgrad taught students often get just a year. And research students, they often get just two years or three years. That's a very short amount of time in the university as compared to undergraduate students. And by the end of those few months or those few years, we are expected to go out there in the society and grab jobs with whatever hands we can do that. And in a post-pandemic world, that has become difficult getting a job right after your education or even getting a part-time job while you are studying has become quite difficult and getting a good paying job is even more difficult. Now, my background uh, comes from India. I'm uh, an Indian who came to Cardiff just a few months ago, maybe let's say six or seven months ago. And when I first came here, I literally knew no one. I literally had nothing of any, any sort of contacts here. But back in India, I worked with NGOs for poverty alleviation. And my role was to harness the job market to get resources for those people, to get jobs for those people who could not fetch jobs for themselves. So I believe that my potential in tapping into the job markets of any country is high than any other candidates. So that's the major reason why I'm running for the postgraduate or vice president elections.
0: Yeah, thanks for that. I think that's very interesting, especially the fact that you also have experience in the field of you know being able to help other people get jobs and especially when you, you were talking about poverty alleviation. So generally speaking, how would you apply that to the situation in Cardiff, especially as we know, there's a lot of research that's been done, obviously in general as an ethnic minority, you also being from an ethnic minority background, that there's already barriers and there's been research that's done and there's something called ethnic uh, penalty and you can find that in the labor market. So I'm sure under the pandemic, now that's going to be weighing double on people from ethnic minority backgrounds. So how do you plan to account for this in terms of helping other people with the job searches and how do you apply that to the current state of the university in the in the site of this pandemic?
2: Right. Uh, so, one of the major uh, job markets that is out there is our alumni base. So it is uh, said that the alumni are your biggest job pool in any university. Uh, I uh, went through a bit of research and in the beginning of 2020, in the entire Britain, around 180,000 students had faced racial abuse in the first six months. When I say racial abuse, racial abuse just doesn't mean you are taunting a person while going on the street. Racial abuse also means in the professional levels, right? Like our uh, preference is m- more preference is given to those people Who belong to the ethnic group ethnic community of this particular country and then the second preference or the next preferences are given to those people who do not belong to this community i do not come from this community i do not come from uk so i understand that the added pressure on uh, my particular self is more than that of the people living here so when i will be or if i get elected and when i will be uh In the forefront of securing jobs or doing anything for the postgraduate students, I will also keep in mind students who come from similar backgrounds as I do. And when I say that I believe in representation number one, because even I come from a background that is that doesn't belong to UK right so now, since I do not have the university resources. I cannot, since I do not have all these infinite contacts or anything, I cannot do anything about that. I, will, I would just be an activist trying to promote equality, trying to promote diversity. But when I get into the system, I actually have the chance to do it. I actually have the chance to promote it and not just uh, do activism about it, but to actually bring dynamic changes. So that's my plan, to get into the system and then to do my best to promote diversity.
1: Perfect. So, you know, I've been at Cardiff for three years now. Um, I grew up in the UK. I definitely know that um, the way the UK is is always changing, the way diversity is always changing. So as a university, do you think that Cardiff Uni is handling diversity well and catering to all backgrounds equally? And if not, what would you do in your position to change this?
2: So, uh, a few days ago, I had thought that Cardiff University was handling diversity well, but there were a few experiences in the past few weeks that led me to believe that, no, we are still not at perfection or the university is not at perfection. I would give a very basic, uh, simple, uh, what do you say? An event that happened, uh, an incident that happened at the university a few days ago. There were a few classmates of mine who said that our uh, marks for the XYZ module was not properly assessed because we do not have that flawless an English. And when you say that, that definitely goes back to your cultural roots. So them having a disadvantage uh, over the other students just because of language or just because of color, is totally unacceptable. We also need to understand that we are in a pandemic world. We still haven't moved to that post-pandemic world. The government has said that by the time it's June or July, everything will be nice and fair. But that's we all know that's not true. Even if they open up the entire lockdown or things like that, and if cases begin going south, again, we will be in a lockdown situation right we ca- we cannot for certain say that we are living in an ideal society so this incident has led me to believe that cardiff university has still not reached the pinnacle of upholding equality so if i get elected as the vice president postgrad student or firstly uh, i will not just be the postgrads uh, vice president of postgrad students I will be a representation of minority in the student union. And that is most important. Because I belong to a minority community, I know how important it is to, be, to, to have someone who represents minority there. And when I say minority, I don't just mean minority by color, I mean minority by race, minority by country, minority by uh, yours gender or anything like that. I will be there to represent minority. So that's what that's what my plan is with these with these elections.
0: I guess my follow-up is, and it's gonna go perfectly into the next question that we have in line, right? Is that how are you going to ensure that you're not being tokenized, essentially being used as this this front for a student union that we've seen in the past has actually failed minorities in some senses. How are you going to ensure that you're not the one who's just being put at the front? Like, hey, we're minorities, look, we support minorities, but actually on paper, nothing is actually happening. How are you gonna ensure that you're not being tokenized?
2: All right, so uh, to answer this question, we need to uh, dwell a bit into my history of my background. Uh, Back when I was doing my my jobs in India, uh, when I was uh, working with, the, with these NGOs, I was also an avid social activist, and uh, one of the reasons I was let go of one of my jobs was because I found I uh, pointed out the fallacies in the organization. I found I pointed out how they were treating women, or uh, worse than how they were treating us men. So, if I am in any organization, number one, I'm, I, I'm, I'm my, I speak about the issues, I'm very outspoken, and number two, I do not beat around the bush, I come to the point directly. So, if they are telling me that, hey, we are having representation in the student union, or we support the minority because we have a person of color in our union, then, hey, boss, that's not going to work with me. Because I am here to make sure that policies are generated such that every single person is getting, uh, you know, good use of it. Every single person is getting support from it. Otherwise, I will call you out. Just because I'm a part of the student union doesn't mean my allegiance belongs to Cardiff University. My allegiance belongs to the student. And that's the reason it is the student union and not the university union. So if there is something happening at the university and they are pushing me as the token of minority support, then no, I will be the first to back off and stand with the students and tell them that why you shouldn't do this. So I hope that answers your question.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to add to that. So last summer, um, at the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement, um, just the peak of everything that was going on, the deaths of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, um, we felt that, Uh, We definitely felt like the university, the SU were very slow to comment, you know, on these issues. Um, And I think for a lot of us, um, especially for a lot of us who have grown up as BAME a minority in white majority countries, it was just so frustrating and so... Like deflating the fact that the university wouldn't comment, you know, they refused to comment, they were posting things on Netflix about yoga tips and Netflix tips and whilst, you know, black people being killed by police. Um, So Adnan and I wrote to, you know, the SU president at the time, the vice chancellor, basically anyone that will hear us and we wrote a very emotional letter and no response. Um, So then we posted it on Facebook, literally like within a day there was like 20,000 comments, people were shocked, they were, they were appalled and I think that got the issue to respond and it's so unfortunate that um, their first response was like, what, a sentence or two on Twitter and you know, then we got this full apology and it kind of just felt like they were just trying to pander to us and trying to make us stop complaining. Um, so my question is to what extent do you feel the student union should comment on political matters such as racism in policing? Because these things do happen in Cardiff as well. They're not exclusive to, you know, the US. They are everywhere. Everywhere there is minority, there's discrimination. So, you know, to what extent do you think the SU should be commenting on these things and really trying to firsthand help the situation?
2: All right. So This is a known fact that the first stepping stone of any person into the politics of the land is through a student union. Student union have a better say in what happens inside the university or inside that particular town. Since Cardiff is a student city, student union does have a lot of authority and power over the students in Cardiff. So if it is a political issue that matters, that concerns the students, then student union should be and in the forefront to make a statement about that and when a student union is to make a statement they need to consider the student mentality the student uh, side of any particular thing before they are making a statement so if there is a particular community for example the african caribbean society who do not feel that they are being represented by the student union and if they drop a mail to the student union, then it becomes the task of the student union to respond to that mail. Netflix, yoga tips can wait. Responding to a society at your own university, that is important. So yeah, I think that answers your question, that student union is its is liable it it has to mention it, it it has to give out political statements or it has to support the political movement of a society within its own very university i mean the student union is not entitled to what is happening in the city but the student union is entitled to what is happening in in a society of their very own union and when we say when when we think about the movement of black lives matters the student union is entitled to give a response there or give out a statement there because a huge, huge part of the university is people of color. So, yes, it becomes a very important job of the student union to do that. And I would, in fact, add an additional answer here. I think that would be a follow up question or I, I don't know. I just feel like answering this here. Uh, a few I was talking about, though. A bit of racial disturbance incidents at my own course a few weeks ago right when that happened i took the very initiative i currently uh, write for the cardiff tab i know most people think of them as clickbaits but yeah i currently write for the cardiff tab and if you go and look at everything that i have written i have written those articles that interest to the students for example When the racial incidents happened, it was me who took the racial incidents to Cardiff and convinced them that I need to write this. And when I said I need to write this, the first thing I did was to approach the BAME officer of the university for a statement. And I made sure I got that statement in the very next two hours. I kept pondering that person, I need a statement. I need your statement about this. And in the very next two hours, she was helpful to me, very helpful to me. And I got a statement in the very next two hours then my articles are like the rent rebates or it, that the university is providing, the COVID campaign pro- procedure that the university is providing. So whatever I have been doing in Cardiff till now, it is all student centric. And I believe I can be more of a help to students if I'm there
0: up in the system. So, yeah. And then I just want to add on to that because it seems like this seems, it's like it's a recurring theme. And I'd say that, if I actually look to the Black community and I've been talking to people about it, and a lot of people have actually lost faith in the Students' Union because not only that, like we can understand, like someone can actually argue, like this unarguable point that, you know, Black Lives Matter, all the three people that were killed were all in the US. So someone may not have known in the first few weeks. That's understandable, right? But then, when it blew up, that's when we expected a response, and then we we didn't really get the response that we wanted. It took us having to sort of circumvent the S.U. and going to the, to you know, social media to put pressure on them in order to get a response that was actually deserving of attention. Then, not only that, right? And we're we'll consider I'm, I'm considering writing a letter to the S.U. about this. It's been more than a month since the sudden death of Mahmoud Hassan, and this happened in our backyard in Cardiff. Right. And what shocked me is that during that whole entire time, it's not like the the world was like, you know, uh, like the Internet was shut down. It's not like Cardiff was on an island where there's no uh, contact with the rest of the world. And we didn't know what was going on. Right. It was on Wales, uh, like, you know, the, all the Wales, like the Welsh publications. It was on BBC. It was on Sky. It was on the Daily Mail, the Telegraph, everything. Right. It was like headline news. And now they've opened up an investigation into into this whole, uh, the sudden death, right? Till now, there's been no statement from the SU. And I'd say from our perspective as Black students, this is definitely worrying. Because who knows, you know, maybe one day, God forbid, it could be me and the SU will still say nothing. This is literally how Black students feel. So what would be your response to that? Do you think that the SU needs to take a bit of a more proactive approach in relation to these events. And if you were in the SU's position, what would you do to sort of deal with the backlash considering that issue now?
2: Right, so since it happened in the very own backyard of Cardiff, the SU is entitled to make a statement because everybody in the country, in the world knows that Cardiff is the student city of UK. Right. And when we say it's the student city of the UK, you have students of all ethnicities here. And when something disturbing happens, and the death of not the death, the murder of Muhammad Hassan was actually a very disturbing event for every person of color in this very country, including me. So when this happens, it definitely plays, a, it, it has a negative toll on the minds of students. I completely understand that the, the statement that you're telling uh, may have come from thousands of students in the city. It does affect the mental toll of any person. Now, the question why SU never commented about this, the question can be, Do they have a strong Black representation or do they have a strong representation of a minority or a person of color in the union right now? The answer may be yes. The answer may be no. Do they have a representation? Definitely. Do they have a strong representation? I would say no. Because if there is a strong representation, that representative would have made sure or would have kept pestering the student union again and again and again to make a statement until the student union makes a statement. I am not saying that I'm the perfect candidate for the minorities or anything because that's for the minorities to judge. But I'm saying I'm a strong contender. I'm a strong representative for the minorities. So if I get onto the student union, I will make sure that the university makes a statement. Now, it, not be, it might not be a statement. I, I cannot promise that I will convince the university, the student union, to give a, give a statement in the very next moment. But I will keep pestering them till they release a statement out. And that is my job as a representative of the minority community of the Cardiff students.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something very specific. Um, I'm sure you probably haven't heard about it. It's been a few years now. Um, but a few years ago, I think when I was a first year, or might have just been before I entered university, um, there was the annual play by the medics. So the medics have an annual Christmas play, and it's generally around a topic they've been studying and you know they perform and it's great, it's Christmas joy, it's amazing. Um, so this particular year, um, they introduced their first black lecturer into the medical school and the bioscience school. And um, so the play was based around him. And what happened is actually called, they called it Anaphylaxis. And what happened was three white male medical students dressed in blackface, um, wore nooses around their necks. Um, did very inappropriate things that I think everyone knows about. You know, um, they wore strap on dildos to basically sh- suggest that black men, it just was ridiculous. And they were basically acting out, pretending that they were this black le- new black lecturer. Um, and um, in the, you know, in the audience, everyone was cheering for them and everyone was laughing. And I think it was the black students that were very uncomfortable and they took pictures of what happened. Um, So the black students then went to, you know, their dean and nothing was done. The black students went to the SU and nothing was done. It wasn't until the black students had put it on social media that, you know, there was uproar, you know, the date we were on the Daily Mail, everyone was talking about it. They were being interviewed. And so then the school decided to take action. And their action was to send these boys on a retreat um, to try and understand what they had done wrong. Um, upon returning from their retreat, they wrote a letter apologising to their professor and that was it, there, wasn't, there was nothing else, they weren't suspended, they weren't you know penalised for anything, these, these medics are now doctors, who are now people serving in our NHS, are very diverse, in a very diverse country, you know, having black patients, having brown patients. Um, and I think what was frustrating for us, I actually know one of the girls that was there. She's um, graduated now, and I think the the mental toll it took on her. She had to take a year out of school. The SU had no support for her. It kind of just felt like they were almost protecting the perpetrators in a in an incident where it would have just been a lot easier to you know remove them from the situation. Um, so in situations like that, and this is not this is not uncommon, you know, I think. of my society can tell you an incident they've had, a racial abuse incident they've had, you know. I just think that when we go to the SU, it almost feels like it's just like they give us the bare minimum because they just want us to stop complaining and then they're done. So um, how how does this make you feel and would you challenge the decisions if placed in a position of power in the SU?
2: Oh, of course, yes. In the student union or outside the student union, I am an activist first. So if I see that there is some absurd inequality like this happening, I would be the first person to challenge it even before anyone coming and telling me that, hey, you need to challenge this very particular event. Now, okay, I don't want to make a political statement, but I think I should see this. Uh, did anyone see the interview of, Harry and Meghan Markle with uh, Oprah. We live in a country where the color of an unborn child is a problem to the, the most powerful family of this country. And when this statement comes out, we do need to recognize that the racial inequality or the racial discrimination is deep ingrained within this country you cannot remove it in just one day. But you can be there for your fellows, for your friends, for your people, whenever such things happen. And you can make sure that they do not face such a problem again in their entire life. So my idea is to be there for my fellow students in cardiff my fellow students of all representation in cardiff and make sure that inequality never happens to them again at least during my tenure so that is my aim so if i were to be i i don't know what the composition of the student union was back when this incident happened did uh, the black community have a strong representation or a fair representation or not but even if i was there not as or union member, just as a student, then I would have made sure that I was in the forefront of the uh, resistance of the protests against this very particular event.
1: Yeah, so, I just think. Sorry, Adnan. I just think um, what we ask for, and I don't think it's too much, is allyship. You know, um, it's the bare minimum requirement. We're not. We're not telling anyone to. You know. That we're not particularly saying that you should know how we feel or you will understand how we feel because this is not something that we've woken up and you know we face faces and this is something that we've had our entire lives um I can't think of a moment in my in my 22 years I haven't felt um uncomfortable in situations I haven't felt like that my presence hasn't been questioned so I think for for me and I think for most of us it's just allyship you know you don't sorry apologies um you don't have to have gone through what we have gone through to you know just be there for someone it's just empathy very simple um but yeah and next question please
0: yeah we're just going to have this as our final question then we're going to just wrap up but I'm just going to try and push to you uh, a sort of you know I'm going to ask you about a very holistic topic in general and my question would be is like you know Right now, the Black community, I'd say, in general, we feel tokenized. We find ourselves on posters and on publications sort of being at the forefront of Cardiff University marketing. And that gets us excited when we come here. And when we come here, we find things like that play. We've had several reports of people within our ACS, Hearing other non Black people say the N word, right? And this is during Black History Month, towards an Obama poster. And um, we've heard of other stories of people, you know, trying to justify, you know, atrocities of colonialism uh, in the dorms and, you know, mentioning people from ACS as, you know, your people, you know, your ACS people, right? You know, and you, we can feel these microaggressions, etc. So holistically, I mean, we've seen that there's a cycle within the SU of actually acting as a barrier to progress in many ways, shapes, or forms for the Black community to be able to seek redress and to be able to seek change. What tangible methods are you going to use so as to avert any things like this happening once again? And just in general. Uh, also, why should we as a, as a black community, as part of ACS, vote for you? Why would you be the best to represent us in the SU?
2: Right. Oh, this question, why would I be the best candidate to represent the black community in the SU? I pondered more about it after I had my conversation with Laura the, uh, the other day. And I believe this one statement is my answer. I will be there to make sure your voice reaches the union and the union's response reaches to you. Not in terms of only statements, but in terms of actions as well. That is my one sentence statement. Now to elaborate upon this, my first week in Cardiff, uh, there was a sign hung out from my window. I live on the fourth floor. So it's not easy to hang a sign on fourth floor. There was a sign hung out of my window from the fifth floor, which basically, uh, it was a cardboard with a penis drawn upon it, which said, welcome. It was hung outside my window. That was my first week in Cardiff. This happened to me. By the time I I, I reached out to my, first of all, it didn't hit my mind to reach out to my phone and click a picture because I was taken aback. Because to be honest, I never faced racism in my life back and back at home. So this was my first incident with racial discrimination or racial abuse. So I, first of all, I was shocked on what to do. But by the time I came into my senses to take out uh, my phone and take a picture, the sign was pulled up. So even if I tell this to someone, they wouldn't believe me because I don't have any proof. But now that I feel I'm part of a small community i think i can share this with people on this platform that was my first my experience in the very first week of cardiff so one of the reasons why i pondered hard upon improving the equality diversity and inclusion in the university was because to be honest i cannot change people's mentality in on a personal level but I can change their mentality on a professional level when it comes to the inclusion of black community people or the minority community people or the entire BAME people when it comes to getting opportunities, getting the jobs that they deserve based on the talent that they have, irrespective of any reservations of color, caste, creed, gender, sex, whatever. I can do that on a professional level when it comes to their career, if I'm elected as the vice president of post-grad students, and I'm here to do that very thing. And that's the reason the Black community should, or at least should give me a chance to represent them in the student union. Because my stint here, if, if I get elected, will be only for a year. And in a year, I, I cannot say that I'm a messiah to or eradicate systematic racism from every single mind in this city. But I can make sure that racism is eradicated from career opportunities within this one year. And we here as students, we come to build our careers. I particularly empathize with the fact that a person of color has faced racism since the very first day of their life. especially if they were born and brought up in a majoritarian white country. And I honestly am sorry for that, although I do do not fall under the white category, but still I'm sorry for whatever you have faced. And it is my job now to make sure that your career kickstart is a beautiful one. And if I don't do that job, I am to be held accountable for it. So that is the reason why I should be elected as your post as your vice president postgrad because your entire journey in postgraduate studies and your student support from post graduation to leaping into your first job or your higher studies or whatever is my is my responsibility and as a part of my responsibility I will make sure that representation is given to each and every student. My policies will not base on what color you have or where you come from. It will be surely based upon what talent you have. Period.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Amog, for taking time out of your day to be here with us. The election is this week. So, as usual, guys, don't forget to vote. And I suppose we'll be having two more podcasts or maybe even more just interviewing other candidates from different parts or going for different positions uh, in the SU. But thank you so much for listening, everyone. And
1: being here, that was
2: great. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, Adnan. Thank you, Laura, for having me
0: here. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next podcast.